Hello, I'm Harry Murphy. I'm James Toomey. And this is Carnage Weekly, week five. Yeah, so five episodes now, yeah? Yeah. So, in today's episode, we have a bunch of cars, except it's more so SUVs. Yeah, so I have the Aston Martin DBX. And I have the Lamborghini Urus. Then we have Ford, so we're going to be talking about different Ford models. So I think we have the Puma, yeah. the S-Max, we have um, the Focus. And we have the Bronco. Yeah. So, and finally we have F1 in Hungary. It was uh, an eventful race. Terrible race, terrible race. To say the least. No, it, so, it, it was good for Arcon and Russell, I was happy for them, but like, what what was going to happen with us? What happened with them? Verstappen and Bottas and all that stuff. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay, so... In Bojakar this week, uh, so we have to find the best sort of SUV family off-roader. So what we have, what I've chosen is the Aston Martin DBX. It was released last year and it's a really, really nice car. Um, it's quite stylish from the outside. They keep advertising it in red. Um, so they obviously like it in red and it does in fairness look very nice. Um, you can, it's got the tinted black back windows. Uh, electric taillight, all the rest. Then the specs. So what is it like? Um, so it's, I'd give us. It's a, it's a very nice car, you know. Um, it's it's quite a noisy car, um, and it's you've got a V8 f- with 542 brake horsepower. It's a four liter V8. So it's a it's a very powerful car. It's a nice car, and it's very good looking uh, from the outside anyway. So moving on into the inside, you've got. So if I look at the pictures here, everything is brown. That's disgusting. It's so nice. Everything that is disgusting. Is a lovely kind of brown. That's disgusting. Um, you can see the air conditioning vents look pretty good there. Um, they're very small. They're small. They're I'd say they're about the size of a coin. No, I'd say they're bigger than a coin. No. Then you've got the way it's an Aston Martin, so that adds to the price and the value and all that. Um, you've got a twelve point three inch screen. Um, and it's got six modes, so six modes for like off-roading and all this sort of stuff. And it's a, it's a very very nice uh, car. Electric tailgate as well. So uh, if you, one of those luxuries. Um, it's leather, fully leather. Um, and it's really really nice. You've got heated seats. Um, it's an automatic. It's four-wheel drive. Um, it's you can get it in petrol and it is a really really nice car so I have to say that I would give this car a good uh, eight and a half out of ten you've got your ventilated seats up front and I just think it's a really nice Aston Martin and I think they've done very well with it yeah so I chose Lamborghini Yaris from 2021 so it's a small bit newer than James's um, and it costs 162,000 so there's a small price gap between them, but I think for the Euros you get a better bang for your buck. So the outside looks really nice. It's kind of lots of uh, curves and all that, and the back is one of my favorite backs in a car. Like you have to admit that looks really nice. It is a very nice back. Yeah, you've got you've got two exhausts on the right hand side anyway. I can't yeah. see the I can't see the left hand side, but it looks very nice. The back is really nice. Has tinted glass windows. Um, has tinted glass windows. It LED brake lights and headlamps. Very bright. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah there's quad 
There's a quad exhaust system, two yeah. on each side. Two on each side, four exhausts, yeah. That's mad stuff. Uh, it has 650 brake horsepower, not 62, in 3.6 seconds. That's insane for an SUV. Note 4.2 seconds for the Aston Martin DVS. So, you know, you get an extra 0.6 seconds. Um, top speed of 190 miles per hour. And it is it has five seats, five doors. It can hold up to six hundred and sixteen liters in the boot in the boot with seats up. That's insane. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, it it has uh twenty one inch alloy wheels, and again one hundred ninety miles per hour is the top speed. It has a turbo, which is nice. A seventy five liter fuel tank capacity it's a petrol though not a diesel unfortunately um it's an automatic um and it has a v8 um yeah, very powerful very powerful v8 lots of torque um four-wheel drive but you can change to rear we rear wheel or uh front wheel drive in the car um by clicking the button and then on the interior, this is where it gets interesting for me anyway. Um Yeah, it looks really good in the interior, you know. Um I it's it's quite it's quite stylish, you know. What's the size of the screen? I think it's a twelve inch like the Aston yeah. Martin. It's air conditioning vents are quite good. Um they look fairly big. Um it's got a nice on the outside it's got a nice uh, Italian stripe as well. Yeah, and like most Lamborghinis you have the big button in the middle, which I think is to start it up, which I think is a really nice touch. Premium leather, I think it looks really Yeah, nice premium well. leather, uh sports seats with uh, you know, uh ventilated chairs, same with the Aston. Um really spacious on the inside has two sat navs one for you can use one for your phone and the other for like maps or something um so that's a nice touch and then it has five seats um the fifth seat now looks like the fifth seat is really small it's tiny yeah um and uh you can put lift the fifth seat up and down to make it into a nice like armrest most cars do that nowadays um so yeah, there's a button there, and there is, there are six modes also. So six modes seems to be the thing in SUVs. Yeah. Um, it's an off-roader like James's Aston Martin, and you have a nice storage area behind the main, the central, uh, screen, which I think is kind of cool. You can store, uh, like maybe a small jacket or sunglasses, exactly anything like that. Uh. You have you have little TV screens on the back of the chairs, so if you have kids, you can watch that, and they're decently sized. I'd say it's about like size. Looking at a fifteen inch, maybe. Yeah, actually, yeah. very nice looking things. Um, yeah, so that's really about it. Premium leather. Uh, you have two, three. You have uh, three hundred sixty degree cameras if you want to for an extra three hundred euros, a pounds even. And yeah, so that's pretty much it for the Yoris. Yeah, so talking about prices, so we're looking at 163,000, is it? Yeah, thereabouts. And 160,000 for the Aston Martin. So 3,000 between them. Uh, when you're talking about cars like this, 
it's not the biggest of gaps. No, it's not. Um, and if you can afford one of these, if you prefer the Lamborghini, you're going to buy the Lamborghini. 3000 isn't a massive amount of money. Yeah. Well, it is for some people, and it isn't for some people. Yeah, um, it really yeah. depends. But if you're buying a Lamborghini, you have extra 3000 Yeah, if you're, if you're buying a Lamborghini... It's a nice car, I have to say. It is quite nice. But if I was to vote, I would buy the Aston Martin DBX would and you? go on a holiday with my 3,000 euros. 3,000 euros for a holiday would be just pretty thin, though. I don't know. You could get good flights and you right. you self-cater yourself and stuff. Yeah. And you could sleep in the lovely, comfortable back of the Aston Martin DBX with the 16-way functioning sliding seats on the electronics. I think you'd be doing pretty good. Yeah, uh, the Yaris, um, the five seats, if you put all the back seats down, you have enough room to fit a six-foot adult. Yeah, so... Lying down, so I think that that's good. So if you have a big dog, maybe like a Rottweiler or, you know, say Bernard or something, you could easily fit them in the back with room to spare. Um... Yeah, and then, like James says, it has a tail, an automatic tailgate if you need it. And, yeah, a great handling. Just the steering wheel looks great, and you can heat up the steering wheel, which you can do with a lot yeah. of cars, actually. You can do that on the... On the Aston, yeah. On the Aston as well. Uh, how big is your boot? Again, I didn't catch that. Uh, with seats up? With it, the seats up, yes. It's 5,000... Uh, wait, with the seats up, it is roughly... Uh, six hundred liters. Six hundred six hundred sixteen liters. That I can see. So we've got a six hundred twenty-three liter boot in the Aston Martin. Seats up, seats down. Seats up. Okay. What about seats down? Seats down. It doesn't actually say, but uh, it, I also meant to note that it has uh Harman and Cardon speakers, fourteen of them, um, and it's got a special bass, a special bass setting, like in some of the Skullcandy headphones. So it is um. It's a very, very nice, very nice speaker system in it. Um, but yeah, um, in the Yoris, there is a surround sound Bose system. Uh, so if you were watching, I don't know, a movie on the uh, rear uh, TVs, uh, screens, we'll call them, uh, you have the surround sound with that. And yeah, so great audio quality in the... Uh, in the Boses. Yeah, in the Boses, which is... And they're good speakers as well. Boses are good speakers. So are Hammond and Carden. So, verdict. I if would... You, what would you buy? Uh, on, on an unbiased look, uh, I would probably... Well, you see, I think the uh, the Yoris is a small bit better, but cause I, I think it's better looking. Yeah. The specs are... The outside is better looking, but the inside, I prefer the Aston Martin myself. Mm, no, I think the looks in the Yoris are better, uh, personal opinion. Um, it's just, I, I prefer the kind of, you know, angly look, you know? Yeah. Uh, and for 3,000 more, like, uh, how much horsepower? Yeah, I'll get it there for you there. Uh, um, just give us a second there. So you have five hundred and forty-two brake horsepower. Yeah. So uh, we have a hundred in the Euros. There's a hundred more horsepower, and you can get not sixty in point uh, six of a second quicker. Oh, uh, and uh, the top speed would 
automatically be higher in the URS just because more horsepower, bigger engine. And Same size engine, actually. You just They seem to be able to get more horsepower out of it, a V8, you know? Yeah, but like, I say, um, yeah. And then, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I prefer the Yoris solely because they're practically same specs, and I prefer the look of it. Interesting. And I'd be totally different. I'd actually prefer the Aston Martin because I think it's a lot nicer on the interior. And I think it just... I'd have to disagree with you there, to be honest. Yeah, I just think that the Lamborghini, I couldn't... I just couldn't really drive that inside. I think the middle button for the starter, it looks too... That's the best It looks feature. too 25th century That's kind of thing. the best feature of a James. Um, the air conditioning vents, they don't look that nice. There's kind of a... You, honey- have, you have coins for air conditioning vents. There's kind vents of, and- there's no, kind no, no, of no, honeycomb no, things. Not under, honeycomb. Well, like whatever normal. they look like. Um, and I just kind of... I don't know, but I couldn't buy that. I could. With... Feel and feel really good after it. I just couldn't like I couldn't buy that and say yes. I am happy. I bought that. That wasn't a waste of money. Let's enjoy this car. Whereas with the Aston Martin, I could. You know that's. that's I would have to totally disagree with you solely because number one, the starter button. That's one of the coolest things. In it's the car. terrible. That's not terrible, James. It's you, terrible. You, you know it's not. You know it's not. Oh, I don't like it at all. No. Um. And then how do you start it? The I'd say it's put, you I don't put know, a key. Just, you put a key. No, you just place the key there. That's the key. You put it in. Yeah. So that means so uh Lamborghini are ahead of the times, the button or the key. So Lamborghini, you have similar to a Tesla key, you have a key and then when you approach the car the door opens for you. And yeah. you can like if you want to if you're holding in your hand, you can swipe your hands up, the boot will open. That's very cool. So that's a cool feature. Um, okay, so I think we're kind of tied out here, are we? I think we can't really yeah. decide. Now, James, are you being biased again just so you won't lose? Okay, let's make that very clear, right? It kind of... The, the, the last episode is the past, right? And, yeah, the Bentley, it's a very nice car, and it's beautiful, right? Um, the Aston Martin is also beautiful, I have to say that. You, but you but said. on this one, honestly, the Aston Martin is a preferred car for me honestly and i just have to say that so i can i couldn't vote for that lamborghini it would be like it would be like a mercedes fan going to to support verstappen like you just couldn't do that you know like it just wouldn't work i couldn't do that for my own i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't make it out to be a for puma james Oh, it's not. a nice car. Just let me let. Me, no. It's a nice car, James. Look, listeners, what do you think? Send us an email on carnewsweeklyjho at gmail and uh, just see what you think because we can't decide. So the specs and the yours are better. I think the looks are better. It really comes down to looks, but the specs of the yours are better. Yeah, but like, I don't know. In in the car, looks is what you want. I don't know. Okay, I'm sticking with the Aston Martin. You're sticking with the Lamborghini. It's down to the listeners. Okay. I'll tell you, James, being boys at the end. Um, so, moving along, we have uh, Ford. Yeah. Um, Ford. About that. Ford. About that. Yeah, so Ford. Um, 
So we've decided to pick four different models of different Fords, like we did with the Volkswagen last week, and we're going to just put them head to head, see which one's best, see which one's good, see which one's not good, and just take from there really, you know? Yeah. So, starting off with the Ford Bronco. Lovely car, I have to say. It's a great car. So, basically, you, yeah, like your Jeep Wrangler or whatever, okay? Uh, you can get it with no doors, no roof. Basically, kind of like uh, something you see a Ranger use in the Savannah of Africa or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a proper off-roader. Uh, you can get a, you know, that, that's meant for roads with the doors and the roof. If and I was to be honest, if I was to look at it, I'd never think it was a Ford. Yeah. You know, you'd no, never no, think it, it's, it was a it's Ford. A, you think it's a Jeep. Yeah, you would, but yeah. they did an amazing job with the Bronco. I have, yeah, I, I, I have to say it to them. They so, really did. it's basically a typical good off-roader. Like, your SUVs, they're decent. This is a proper hardcore off-roader. Um... It can go across re- re- very rocky terrain. Yeah. It has high end suspension, like really high end suspension. And, uh, yeah, so you can get a, a city style one, which is basically a Land Rover or a Range Rover, except way cheaper. It has doors, roof, and glass. So Ginormous wheels, actually. You know, yeah, for the off roading, you need the big wheels. Um, so yeah, it's a really, really, really nice car, I think. Anyway, like it's there's nothing really wrong with it for the price it has. No, it's the price is, in fairness, the price is good. So what is the price? Uh, twenty nine thousand pounds. Like, come on, come that's on, good. for a proper off roader. And look up a picture for yourselves. You'd say, "Go, that's easy, forty five, fifty thousand. No, that is twenty nine thousand. That's that. That's really, really good. Yeah, it's 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 looks really good. You know, I have to say that I was I was surprised that I'd never actually seen it or heard of it before. Now it's it's a new enough car. Twenty twenty one June, I think it was released. Yeah. So it is a new car, but it is really nice. I have to say, I really like it. It, it is an amazing car. I absolutely adore it. To be honest, it's one of my favorite Fords. Uh, do you have any problems with it? I can't see any. Um, the interior looks good. Um, I would give that a solid eight, eight and a half. Actually. I'll give that a nine. That's give a, it a nine, yeah. Really good car. So, so the Ford Bronco is a seventeen and a half. Um, uh, so far. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, we have the Ford Focus. So Ford have always been sh- like. Focus is one of Ford's probably biggest sellers, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It's it's a very nice car. Their their new one. We reviewed the. Uh, it just looks really nice. I have to say, um, it's really nice in blue. Their new enough one. Uh, is quite quite stylish. Um, it's it's a very nice car. I have to say, it. the boot space is is good. Um, it's it's quite a spacious car as well, and I think yeah, that's something quite important. And it weighs one thousand three hundred and twenty-five kilograms, so it's 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 not too heavy. So you've got an uh, you've got a small enough sat nav screen. I'd say you, about seven inches. You'd, would you say? you'd be uh, surprised. Like uh, I've been, I my dad has one. Uh, you'd be surprised. It does the job. Like yeah. a big one, really. 
the bigger it is, the more expensive it is by a lot. Yeah, it's good air conditioning, actually. You've got two vents on each side. Yeah, no, the air conditioning is great in the Focus. I'd have to say it's, it's, it is a manual, but nothing wrong with a manual car. I prefer them to automatics myself. Seats look really comfortable, leather. Um, it's just, I think it's just a really, really nice car. It just looks nice everywhere, it's you know. It's cheap, it's nice, it's cheap, reliable. It's reliable. You'll always get, you'll always get something out of a, a Focus, you know. And you always, it's one of those few cars, you know, that, that you'll always see working. Like you'll see an 08 Ford Focus working. You'll yeah. see an 04 Ford Focus working. It's like the Toyota Corolla. Like, it lasts, you know, and that's why I am going to give, well, it's 20,000 euros, not 20,000 pounds, It's a great car for uh, for a family, like a husband and wife and two kids. Yeah. Because it's a five-seater. The middle seat, like most cars, fairly small, but it does work. It does work, yeah. Um, And it's a really, really good car. So what would you give it, James? I'm actually going to give that a nine. Would I'm going to give the Ford Focus a nine, 20,000 pounds. For that, I think I'm going to give it a 9. I'm going to be generous to it. But in fairness, it's lovely. Great boot space. So, 9 for me, anyway. Yeah, well, the thing is, I prefer the Bronco over that. But they're, uh, in, two, they're in two different categories. That's why you can't compare. That's they're why just... you can't. It's like comparing apples and oranges. It just, you, no, can't. you can't. Yeah. So, I, I'll give it about an 8.5. I don't think it's better, but it's certainly not worse. Yeah. You know, um. so that's a 17.5 for the... 17.5 again, yeah. Ford Focus. So, next car is the S Max. Yeah. So the Ford S Max. So in the S Max, it, it's a great seven seater. Um, it 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 is it is quite a nice. It's a great seven seater for small families. Like, I I used to have one. I'm I'm thirteen now. Um, and it was great up until now when you know you're getting taller and bigger, you just can't fit into it. But yeah. It is a great car for its price. Yeah, it's a very cheap car, coming at around thirty thousand, isn't it? So yeah, there, there, bro. In fairness, it's a cheap car for a nice seven-seater. It's bigger than the X Trail, Nissan X Trail. I'd say the seats are bigger, and I haven't been in one, so I can't tell you what it's like. So I'm gonna leave you, Harry, tell us yeah. what it's like because so I can't tell you. It's a really good car. Obviously, for a family car, you're not going for speed or horsepower. Like it has 180 horsepower. You don't need that in a family car. You don't. So know. like that doesn't really. You can't really compare that in a car like that. Um. So, in. So it's a diesel. It's a diesel car, yeah. You can get petrol versions, but it is diesel. A small enough engine, again, you don't need a big engine for a seven-seater family car. Um, so I think it's a really nice car. The interior is nice. It handles well against spillages and all that. Uh, the sat-nav and all that, great. Automatic or manual? Uh, my one was automatic. You can get both. Yeah. Uh, obviously, automatic being a slight bit more expensive, but the thing is, it's a great, great car. I I love this. Um, I have a kid's friends from now, but that's like a good ten, fifteen thousand more. So for the price, it's an insane, insane car. Really good. I'll give it a solid eight and a half. They're gonna give it an eight and a half. I have to be a bit not as generous. I'm gonna actually give it a seven and a half. Really? I'm not gonna give it a high scoring because I think there is better seven seaters out there, and for its class, it's not the nicest. 
of um of its of its of its type, you know. Yeah. I think, I think there's nicer seven seaters out there, you know. Yeah, it's, but but it's great for small kids. Oh, it is. It's insane for small kids. That's it's very why good. I think it's really and good. It's, yeah. So that is uh the S Max. The S Max. Uh, now, yeah. So this is where things turn grim. Puma. The Puma. Yeah. Kinda. It's the biggest mistake humanity has ever made. Full stop. Full stop. I just I whenever I look at one I just have to turn around. I can't. I just cannot look at one and say and I'll even look at one. It's just they're so ugly. Yeah, like side of basically it, front of it. Back the front of it. looks like a terrible attempt at uh small suv it's shocking absolutely i just shocking. hate the way the lights kind of like the lights out. want to be a uh, tokyo drift type thing with the big kind of out lights it is shocking yeah uh the aerodynamics must be shocking on it as well solely because usually in a car you know you have nice kind of flat curvy this is just like uh it looks like what's a good example of what it looks like it looks oh. like if you were to ever do bunny ears like with your fingers or like a peace sign or whatever it goes up far down and back up it really it's just i just can't and that that's just the front moving along to the side the side the side's not the worst it I still looks think, terrible i it's think the shape the shape of the car is like a toddler was drawing it yeah the, the the shape is bad but if you look at the back the back it's a thing of nightmares just horrendous Horrendous is an understatement, I have to say now. Like, you've got a terrible kind of design of a boot lid. It looks like if you were to get a baseball bat, smack it into the boot in the same place 50 times. That's what the boot looks like. Cause it literally, it curves inwards, then back outwards, inwards, outwards. It's shocking. Usually, I like the uh, unique of cars like that, but that, like... twenty And for 23,000, I couldn't look at that and say... If I was given it, I'd I wouldn't s- even accept it. it. I would just it. push it away. If I was given a brand new Puma, I'd just push it away. I just could I would not. take it and throw it into the incinerator. Oh, I don't it's know. the worst car ever made. Or it's definitely up there anyway. I would give that a very solid, very good score for the Puma. Uh, 10 out of 10. Except it's minus 10 out of 10. Yeah, if if we were to do a proper score, what are you gonna give it? A one. A one. Any low if there was a lower option I'd give it. Well I can't be that me. Cause like if I uh, don't get me started now on it, right? Because I just won't stop. But like it's a two from me. Yeah. And that's being generous. I'm 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 like I'm li- it's as if I've been bribed to do this. Yeah. You know, like, like I- the interior I give it it's a typical Ford interior. It's actually I'll bring it up to about a two as well. It's a typical Ford interior. You can't go wrong with the Ford. The gear interior. stick looks terrible though. Yeah, but it, it's a nice kinda of knobby kind of thing. Then thin, like really thin, and then comes out again like a plastic. Yeah, that's bag. like it's like most old gear sticks. Yeah. Um but like I suppose I do like the Ford interior. It's very minimalistic. So it's, it's nice enough, I have to say. The exterior brings it down. The interior of all fours is nice. Okay. The exterior just the exterior just destroys it. It destroys know? it. Like I was, honestly, if it's just an interior of the car I was going for, I'd give it a solid eight. 
If it was just the interior, I'd be going for. I'd give it a seven. Yeah, but See, they just the exterior. They they bought the, the fifth seat. It may as well not be there. It's so small, you know. Yeah, and oh well, yeah, it's really small. And it doesn't even come down as an armrest, folks. Mm, it's no, a, it doesn't. No. So that's the Puma. That's a four. So the Puma has an overall of four. Bronco and the Ford Focus are tied on seventeen and a half, and the S Max is 16. on a sixteen. So now it's ranking. Which one is best? Now, as we said, we can't really compare the Bronco against the Focus, but I think we need to give one the gold medal. What? What's your vote? Uh, again, you can't really compare. I love the Bronco though, but I I'm a big off roader man, like, especially since they're bringing in a six by six Bronco. That's very That's, nice. Yeah. Um, honestly, they're similar enough prices. Are they or? Yeah, they're very yeah. similar prices. Yeah. Uh, Bronco and I think you get prices. more out of the Bronco. Yeah. But it's very kind of look at me. Yeah, it is very look at me. It's like, look at me. I have a fantastic car. Everyone look. It's like one of those cars that you'd expect people to take off the exhaust silencer and just rock yeah. down. Like, yeah. Like, I'd have to... I'd, I'd honestly have to give it to the Focus just because it's more... Uh, usable it's much more usable and i'd be heading towards the bronco right but the thing is the main bronco the 4x4 is only a two-seater right and no it's a four-seater i think it's only a two-seater I'll, I'll check it there um but the bronco then no the focus then you have got supposed to have five seats now you only really get four because this fifth seat is quite small but you you have the extra space and the bronco is an extra ten thousand so my vote it goes to ford the seats. ford focus yeah the bronco does have four seats by the way yeah ford focus is for me so it's just ford it, focus it's in first more, place yeah it's more usable bronco in a very close second very very s max in third and ford puma 171 what do you call 171 yeah, no, I'd say the Puma is like so. Basically, we have number one, number two, number three, non-existent. Yeah, we we we'll put it there. Okay, so that's is that the end of the Ford review? That is the end of the Ford review. So finally, last but not least, is the F one. So hungry. What a race it, it was. was. Good for Ocon. Good for Russell. Good for Williams. But not really good for anyone else, was it? Vettel, well, tragedy for Vettel. Mercedes, it's good for Mercedes. Mercedes, it was good for Mercedes, yeah. So, uh, it was, it was an eventful race to say the least. Yeah, the the start. So what on can that, I say about that? On lap one, Bottas rear-ended Lando Norris. He set off a chain reaction of a, he set off a chain reaction of about seven cars. Yeah, so Norris went into Verstappen, Verstappen into Leclerc. Then we had um. There was another crash there. Who crashed again as well? Uh, it was Perez. Uh, oh yeah, Mazepin Perez. And... No, not Mazepin retired later. Oh, he it did. Perez and Stroll. Yeah, Stroll went into Perez. Absolute disaster for Red Bull. Red flag. Then. Yeah. Like I have to say, that was definitely Bottas's fault. Yeah. You, you'd have to call that like late breaking, and he absolutely, totally rear-ended. Anyone Norris. could have uh, done that though. You can't just blame. Bottas. Well, I kind of can. Like he, he should have braked earlier. You know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I suppose F one, you're going so fast. If the brakes even stop a second later, it's that is over. that is true. 
and it could have been an accident, but it could it could have been no one no one was been, injured. A, no, no one was injured, but it could have been a thing Mercedes, because my opinion is Mercedes are, are trying to like get back at Red Bull, and they're after causing two crashes now, right? No, so, they were accidental. God, look, don't don't do that. Like they they were they caused two crashes, which both affected Red Bull massively and now hamilton's on on top i don't believe in coincidences so like i believe in coincidences and i think mercedes is just better no that, that's just it's just it just no like i'm disgusted with mercedes because i think that they're like that they're playing they're they're, they're playing the dirty game like you know and yeah but it's it, like it's supposed it's not gonna all be like oh wow we're just gonna let them overtake us that's fine like F one, it's it's tactics really. It really it is tactics, but there's also a bit where tactics and kind of downright just deliberately crashing is kind of that like you know it's crashing yeah. people out. Like, but Britain, I was annoyed to be honest, but I thought okay, they won't do it again. And then Bottas causing retirement of so much people like i just i don't know it was it was kind of like it was it was i i don't know there were f uh it we took out four people had to retire no five people had to retire out of it uh and like loads of like for Stappen, he was in the middle of it he only finished ninth in the end uh hamilton luckily he kind of got away um, but you know, it was, it was kind of it was a it was a bad bad crash. Yeah. Anyway, on lap three uh, after the red flag, Hamilton was the only one on the track. That that's one for that's one for them history. to remember. Like that's, that's one, one for, for the, the history books. books. Like, um, it was unreal. Like so, everyone else was in the pit stops. Hamilton said, "You know what? I'm just going to go by myself, get the extra couple of seconds," and I suppose he did. Um, he, he got him about seven seconds or so. Yeah, and then I'm not sure what lap it was, but Nepita Mazepin, when he was coming out of the pits, he collided with Antonio Giovinazzi, and he had to retire after that. So yeah, I'd say he was he was annoyed at that. Mick Schumacher played a blinder though, when Verstappen was coming back trying to get trying to get up past him. Schumacher did really good at defending Verstappen from yeah. getting around him. You know. Like I have to give it to Schumacher, he he defended him well, you know, which probably cost Verstappen a lot of places, you know. Yeah. Uh, he did get him in the end, but it did cost him a lot. It you did, know? yeah. On lap twenty one, Hamilton overtook Verstappen and Ricardo all at once, within the space of two seconds of each other. Yeah, that was fast. They were both coming out of the pitch, though, you know. So. Yeah, but they had speed on him. So was Hamilton. Hamilton was coming out of the pits. No, he was coming through the. He, I think he was coming through the the straight line. We leave that for another one, though. Yeah, uh, and then Alonso fair... was so good. He was so good at defending Hamilton, and that was he's a real team player there for letting Ocon, uh, for letting Ocon kind of get ahead and ahead and ahead, so that he was holding back Hamilton, so that when eventually Hamilton got past, he didn't have enough laps to finish yeah. to get the overtaken. So um, yeah, so on lap sixty-seven, Hamilton eventually overtook Alonso. And that that was pretty much the end of the race then. Not as eventful as I made it out to be at the start, but you know. Yeah, uh, so positions. Uh, Ocon. 
Akon came first. Congratulations. His first ever first win. First ever win. He was delighted. And probably to. first only win. Um, For the, in Alpine, maybe. But yeah. he, he, I, I'm optimistic about him. I think he'll be... I think he could be a good driver in the future. Uh, uh, yeah. Lewis Hamilton second. Hamilton's in second. Uh, Carlos Sainz is in third. Uh, well, originally Hamilton was in third and uh, Vettel was in second, but... He was disqualified, right? And this is an interesting one. He was disqualified, I think it was, for the lack of fuel that he was be able to give, in, to give to the stewards for it to be tested, and therefore they disqualified him, wasn't it? Yeah. Which seems a bit harsh, I have to say. I have a feeling it's mostly because he's still out against uh, governments on, like, homophobia. Yeah, I think that could have been, that could have played a, a big part in it, but we won't accuse anyone of anything. Yeah. Then, fifth, then... In fifth, there was Pierre Gasly, and sixth, Yuki Sonoda. Sonoda in sixth place, that's his best ever finished. And seventh place, Nicholas Latifi, and George Russell, his first points. Uh, this season. This, this For Williams. For Williams, First point yeah. for Williams, which he's been trying and trying to get, and he's become an 11th and stuff, but I'm, I'm sure he was delighted with that, and Latifi... I think they might be his first points for Williams as well. No, Latifi. Well, maybe for Williams, but certainly not ever. Yeah. Max Verstappen, ninth position, and Kimi Raikkonen, tenth. Verstappen, ninth. That's there's only one. There's only one position. So if Verstappen comes first and gets fastest lap in the next race, and Hamilton comes second, it's a tie for the championship. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely still on. You know, the way the game. Unless is still on. Verstappen chokes again and kills himself. Uh. And then in 10th, Kimi Raikkonen, 11th, Ricardo, uh, 12th, Mick Schumacher, 13th, Antonio Giovinazzi, 14th, uh, Mazepin, uh, 15th, Lando Norris, 16th, Bottas, uh, 17th, Sergio Perez, well, fi- 14 up, they didn't finish. Oh, yeah, sorry. So 18, Charles Claire didn't finish. Stroll didn't finish. 20, Vettel disqualified. Um, then in the F1 driver standings, so this is this is current, so the current driver standings. Hamilton, first place, 195 points. Yes. Second place for Stappen with 187 points. You've got Norris, third. Bottas, fourth. Perez, fifth. Sainz, sixth. Leclerc, seventh. Gasly 8, Ricardo 9th, Ocon 10th. Alonso, then he's in 11th, with Vettel, Sonoda in 13th, Stroll in 14th, Nicholas Latifi in 15th position. Yeah. Um, Russell in 16th, Raikkonen in 17th, Giovinazzi in 18th, Schumacher in 19th, and Mazepin in 20th. Note, so, note that Haas are the only team that, that don't have, have not points. scored points yeah. at all. At all, at all. Um, then the con the constructor standings with Mercedes on top with three hundred and three points, Red Bull Racing second and two hundred ninety one points, and Ferrari and McLaren tied on one hundred sixty three points. Yeah, and then uh, you have Alpine uh, with seventy seven, uh, AlphaTauri in. With 68, uh, Aston Martin with 48, Williams with 10, uh, Alfa Romeo uh, with 3, and Haas with 0. Disappointing for Haas there. But, um, so, that's I think that's the end of 
F1 is it? Yeah, Liz. And also the end of our podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can listen to our podcast here on Spotify or SoundCloud. We have recent episodes on SoundCloud also. Remember, to f- you can you can send us an email. What's your opinion on carnewsweeklyjho at gmail.com and, get in, and do get in touch and tell us what you like about the podcast and what you don't like because we need the viewers' opinions on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, again, thank you so much for listening and see you in the next one.